Football is officially back, and we've got you covered right here on the Ringer NFL feed. I'm Shiel Kapadia, and every Tuesday and Friday, Ben Solak and I will be bringing you Extra Point Taken. Nora Princiati here to tell you that Steven Ruiz and I will be coming to you every Monday and Thursday. Our Monday show will recap everything from Sunday's games. Thursday's show will encompass any news during the week with an eye towards the next slate of games. Subscribe to the Ringer NFL show on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to follow the Ringer NFL on Instagram, TikTok and Twitter at Ringer NFL. It's the Ringer Gambling Show presented by FanDuel. The road to the NBA Finals starts now and FanDuel is the best place to get in on the action. Right now, you can check out the new and improved Quick Bets, which are back and better than ever for the NBA playoffs on FanDuel. Find what you're looking for faster and easier with more props right at your fingertips. You can check out live bets like 3-Minute Markets, and exclusive live bets like quarter player props, player assist combos, and more. So download the app today and bet with FanDuel, official partner of the NBA. The Ringer is committed to responsible gaming. Please visit rg-help.com to learn more about the resources and helplines available and listen to the end of the episode for additional details. Must be 21 plus, 18 plus, and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 100Gambler and visit rg-help.com. This episode is brought to you by Atlassian. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence, and Trello help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone. Because individually, we're great, but together, we're so much better. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com. A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com. Atlassian. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. Welcome to the Rashadamas Show. It's yours truly, Raheem Palmer, a.k.a. the Rashadamas. We got a special guest in the building. We got my main man from TNT, Adam Lefko in the building. What's good? How'd your holiday go? Well, this is the first time that we're speaking face-to-face. It has been a lot of Twitter DMs of, ooh, I like that play, or what are you thinking for the Pelicans game tonight? Uh, so it's officially nice to talk to you. Congrats on all your success Holidays were good. I got my month-old baby sleeping next to me. And um, I'll be honest, I've kind of been on fire ever since he's been born. There's nothing like sweating a Mavs Suns third quarter bet at like 1230 at night when you're holding your newborn and he spits up on you and you go, that's got to be good luck. So the holidays Yo, have what been good. Is, what is it about having a newborn baby that just has everybody on fire? I mean, we saw Fred Van Vliet yeah. like, in the conference championship go off all crazy. Luca is unconscious right now. Luca is, ever since Luca had that baby and he started wearing that weird soccer headband, that Sasha Vujicic head strap, he's been unconscious. I think, you know, dads will tell you, man, you got that new focus. I'm not just doing it for me anymore. I'm doing it for him. No, I just think it's, I have nothing to do and I have a kid sleeping on me. And the only (laughs) thing I can do is just check trends and betting. So I'm, I'm getting a lot of research done. I need to have a baby. I need to go find a wife and have a baby. This, because this it's is not the reason for you to get into <laughs> But all jokes aside, so you're from Philly, and mm-hmm. we were just, I was just talking about it before the before we hopped on. There's a lot of guys from Philly because the Boston Brigade they 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 yep. ruined my life. I mean, I love Bill, but there's too many Boston guys here. Um, you're talking about your Eagles. 
How do you feel about them this year? Well, I think the reason first there's a lot of Philly guys in media is it's one of the few places where sports talk radio is not like a thing on the dial. It is the dial. Like I remember my mom yelling at Howard Eskin and Angelo Cataldi while we were driving somewhere. Like it's just, we, we all grow up and arguing about sports and being upset with an Eagles win is like customary. Um, it's, it's bleak. I, I don't know. Like, like I, I have my wife's sister over and she's like, you guys won. Like you should be happy. And I'm like, did you not watch what I saw? <laughs> um, the, the offense still looks uninventive and confusing. There's still people yelling at each other on the sidelines. Uh, the defense doesn't really look like, think about it. They they've allowed late drives that have almost had success to Mac Jones, uh, the Italian stallion up there with the New York giants, drew lock beat them. Uh, it, there, there have been so many games where you, you go, I don't feel safe right now. Um, I don't know if Avante Maddox coming back is going to be enough. I doubt it is that the pass rush is not getting there right now. Um, but it's just feeling more and more like last season was the chance. And then yeah. this season, it's going to take, so, it's going to take, unfortunately, other teams kind of getting banged up and, and finding an easier road. I, I don't have the confidence right now. I feel you. I don't have too much confidence in my team either. But we have a great NBA slate tonight. But before we get into it, I, I want you to talk about you. You got a podcast coming up with Shaq. And yes. It's really exciting. So tell the people about that. It is the big podcast with Shaq. Uh, he has had this podcast for a few years and he hit me up one day and I was literally at somebody's office on a whiteboard putting up bets that I liked for that night. And he goes, Hey, I'm about to do a podcast and I, I want you to be my host. And I said, yeah, he goes, I want to take this marriage to the next level. And, uh, and he was like, do you need to think about it? And I was like, no, bro. Like I'm in. Like, you're Shaquille <laughs> O'Neal. And it's, it's been funny because the first time I ever did a show with him. So this is the Candace, him and Dwayne Wade version. We had not gotten in the same room before going on TV until about 40 seconds before we went on air. And he comes in and he sits down and he's sitting next to me. He looks at me and I, you know, when someone looks at you and you know, they have no idea who you are. Yeah. And he, he dapped me up and he go, Shaq. And I was like, left go. And he looked at me and I was like, that's my last name. And he was like, okay. And <laughs> from then what happens is when you host TNT, man, you're you're hanging out for eight hours until like two in the morning. Oh, and wow. so we started, you're on TV for like these spurts, but you're hanging out in the back. And so what happened is he would put on a song and he'd be like, Lefko doesn't know this. And then I would know it and he would look at me cockeyed. And then I would start, we would start showing each other memes and we realized we had a similar sense of humor. And he would tell me things I wouldn't tell anybody anything. And so we started this like friendship where he was like, you get it. And I would pitch him different ideas to try and go viral and they would work. And so now it's like, let's have fun. Let's talk about more than just basketball and, and let's tap into who you are, bro. Like you're in my mind, a top five, most famous human alive. Like, I think even if Brad Pitt's at a party and Shaq walks in, he's like, the hell Shaq is here. And so I'm excited, man. And uh, he told me I have to teach him how to do white guy betting, which is, and I said, well, what's, what's black guy betting? He said, black guy betting is, I bet you $20 you can't jump up and touch that. And I said, okay. So white guy betting is trends and stuff. 
And so I, I have to teach him how to do this for the rest of the year. So we'll Oh, man. I, I'm excited to hear that. I'm definitely excited yeah. to hear that. So speaking of white guy betting, you <laughs> have an interesting way of, like, betting games that most people, like, most people don't realize that you're, pro- like, honestly, out of everybody in media, you're probably one of the sharpest people out there. And you're betting quarters. So talk to, yes. talk to people about your philosophy on quarters. And then tell us what you like tonight so we can win. <laughs> Well, it all started because of T and and hold on. Let's just I'm I'm let's say I'm hitting sixty five percent. I feel good. I hate I I'm Tom uh, scarred because in the beginning of Bleach Report they had me do a thing called Left Coast Locks and I would go like one for four one of one and four in the NFL and I couldn't handle it. Like it was just so hard. But betting quarters for me started because of the TNT show because I would do the halftime show. And then normally we'd have to record a segment and Candace Parker would look at me and be like, I bet you the Celtics, we kept getting the Celtics and they Mm -hmm. kept blowing teams out in the third quarters. And, and so then once I started, once gambling got legalized in New York and I, and I went to those tabs that not everybody goes to, everybody goes to points or combos or rebounds Mm -hmm. and everybody overlooks first quarter, second quarter, third quarter. But what never made sense to me is like, the Celtics would be favored by eight in the game, but it would be a pick them in the third quarter. And I was like, that seems like value there. And then I found some websites where they would break down how you do against the spread. And that year after Candace kept talking about the Celtics third quarter, I looked and the Celtics were like number one in the NBA in third quarter margin. They were number one in the NBA in third quarter against the spread. And I was like, And then I started going to websites with NBA rotations and looking like, oh, Tatum plays the whole third quarter or this team, they're start like they bring out Booker after six minutes. And so to me, that's like actual edges where if you pay attention, like last year, Detroit third quarter over was my favorite. And what started happening is I started seeing quotes from Dwayne Casey where he was like, we got to we got to win the third quarter. And, and I was like, he's blatantly saying that we're going all out in the third quarter. And so that's where I've kind of gone. I've noticed huge splits in home and away. Um, and so I picked two for tonight. And I typically like to stay to first quarter or third quarter. Mm-hmm. Second and fourth, it's so dependent on what happens in the quarter before. But I mm-hmm. really like third quarter because sometimes the, the, the other team punches the, the favorite in the mouth. And then the third quarter, they reset, and it's been very consistent for me. So I don't, I don't know if you want me to jump in. Yeah, yeah. Uh, or if you want to do? Your let, let us, let us know who you like tonight, because I'm, I'm interested. Okay. Like this is so fascinating, and I think the people are going to love this. And then, you know, one of the sites that Adam uses he uses EVAnalytics.com. You can check out all the quarter yeah. stats on there. He sent that to me before, so I want to make sure you guys get that. You guys, you guys can also check out Cleaning the Glass. Like if you haven't yes. subscribed to Cleaning the Glass. It's like $5 a month. It's the best resource. So, and who do you EV like analytics is free, and you can sort by quarter. You can sort by home and away, and you can do all that. The other one I like is a very simple website, Team Rankings, and that just can kind of give you margin points for points against by quarter. And so you can look at it like that. First one I like tonight is Clippers over Hornets third quarter. Uh, I'm see- Are you guys sponsored by a book, or can I give out more? Fandle, Fandle Sportsbook. Okay. FanDuel right now, it's three and a half, which is big, but here's the reason I like it. Charlotte is the worst third quarter road team in the NBA. They are 1-11 and 11 ATS in third quarters. 
They also have the second worst scoring margin in the NBA in third quarters. They're 29th at minus 7.6. They're 27th in points scored. They're 29th in points allowed. I mean, they are bottom of the barrel in the third quarter. They're taking on a Clippers team that is 10 and 5 ATS, fifth best ROI uh, for a home team third quarter. They are the third best scoring margin at home at plus 4.3, and they are top 10 in both points and allowed. And the other reason I like this, Warren Sharp taught me this in football. East Coast teams going to the West Coast in a late game, second half, they fall off a cliff. So think about it. This Mm. is a 10 o'clock tip. And now Charlotte's out there on the West Coast. They might give them their bet. No LaMelo, they've just been awful. But the third quarter, they'll start to fade away. Um, So I like Clippers minus three and a half on FanDuel for the third quarter. And I also really like Clippers team total over 31 and a half for the quarter at plus 100. Charlotte's allowing like 33, 34 points a quarter. I And I... I think five of their last six games, they've allowed the other team to score 35 uh, on the road. So I really like Clippers third quarter there. Um, like, look, I, I like player props too. Like I, right now I'm like Kawhi's questionable. I'd probably jump on Paul George right now to try and get some value against this Hornets team, but I'm afraid that Kawhi will play. Um, you want me to give the other one? Yeah, yeah. Let me get okay. the other one. That's, that's great. All right. The other one is another third quarter Rockets mm-hmm. over Pacers tonight. Um, I was looking at different ways to hit this game. I, I like Halliburton unders. Rockets at home have been great. But what shocked me about the Pacers is at home in third quarters, they're the second best team in the NBA, 10 4 and 1. Away in third quarters, they're 4 and 10 against the spread, fourth worst in the NBA. Their margin goes from fifth best to 25th. Their points, they're very high. This is it's a it's a matchup of styles. Mm-hmm. India is top five in points. Houston is bottom two in points. Indy yeah. is bottom three in points allowed. Houston is second in points allowed. Houston third quarter under has been one of my favorites. So the question you have to ask yourself is: do you think Indiana without Bruce Brown is going to go into Houston and run? Or do you think Houston, who has one of the slowest paces of play, is going to slow this game down and make Indiana exist in that vacuum? I, you're getting right now at FanDuel, Houston, it's a pick pretty much, uh, minus a half. Um, so I do like Houston to win this. They're 9-4-1 they're against the spread, uh, which is top five in the NBA in third quarter home. They're also the number one under third quarter home team, 11-3 against the spread. I went and looked. Sometimes the line is crazy, and I've hit you up about these. I hit yeah. you up that the Houston third quarter under against the Spurs, and the line was 55, and they scored 33 or something like that. The line is 60 and a half for the third quarter. Houston has played 14 home games this year. It has not gone over 60 in 13 of them. They have played Dallas, Atlanta, Denver, Charlotte, Sacramento twice, all of them under this number. And the number right now is 60 and a half. And so the one time it went over, Memphis scored 38. It was, it was, they couldn't miss. They, they, they hit every three they could. So I, I'm going to take, I've already taken all of these. I took Houston Mm. in the pick Mm. pretty much. And Mm. then on FanDuel, I got Houston to win the quarter plus under 60 and a half. That parlay is plus 260. So I'm riding that as well. 
So my my three tonight would be Clippers to win the third, Rockets mm. to win the third, and I also like the under 60 and a half. This episode is brought to you by cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. This episode is brought to you by Atlassian. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence, and Trello help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone. Because individually, we're great, but together, we're so much better. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com, A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com. Atlassian. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. I love all of these. And I think the, 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 the biggest thing, the reason why I love all of these is because when you look at the Clippers, I like them laying 10 and a half. And now that's mm. up to 12 and a half. And now you're getting a derivative of that on something that's moved multiple points already. And then with this under in the Houston game, I, I just think that's, a, that's just a great pick. And I agree with you on the Rockets. And you look at the way that the Pacers have been playing since the, the playing tournament, it just feels like they're just a different team. When Bruce Brown out, it's just, it puts them in a bad spot. So I'm going to go. I don't want to say the Lakers gave a blueprint mm-hmm. where they, they trapped Halliburton up high. But the mm-hmm. one thing I have noticed, because earlier this year, I was betting Halliburton points, assists, and threes, that three-leg parlay and everything. And, it, and when it hit, it hit big. Yeah. The, the thing about Halliburton, though, is he's always making the right pass. The problem is, is I feel like the right play for the Pacers is for Halliburton to score. It's yeah. not always to throw it to Miles Turner at the top of the key. But these teams are forcing Miles Turner, I mean, are forcing Halliburton to pass, and he's doing it and he's not shooting. Now, I will say the one thing I've learned about Halliburton, just because I, I find this interesting, he is like 50th in the NBA in first quarter scoring, and he's like top five in third quarter. And so there's two guys that I don't like to bet their points total until the second quarter, and that's Tyrese Maxey and Tyrese Halliburton. They do not score in the first quarter, and then their point total plummets, and then I hit the new one. But yeah, I, I, I look at the Clippers, and I think they just got embarrassed by the Celtics. It was bad, and now mm. they're playing a Charlotte team where they're, they're going to want to get some revenge. And Indiana looks like a mess right now. They just do. I, yeah. I worry about, I think Shangun could have a big game. I think Jabari could have a big game. I love power forwards against the Pacers. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think that Ime is going to go, no, we're slowing this team down. And, and Van Vliet's like, we're going to use the entire shot clock. Yeah, that, that makes sense. I don't talk about betting a lot. Usually this is me telling my newborn about the third quarter under, and then he spits on me. No, this this is this is incredible. Like I, I like I love your philosophy on this. I like I actually it's making me want to play more quarters because I know a couple of syndicates that just they hit quarters all the time. And I I just couldn't handle the variance, but the way you break it down, I mean, I think a lot of people are gonna love this. So I have a couple that I like. I'm yeah, really big it. on these situational spots. Obviously, there's not really too many situational spots tonight just because you look at everybody coming off the Christmas break, everybody's off for a couple of days. But this one in particular, I really like. I like the New Orleans Pelicans minus four and a half. 
Now, mm. you saw last week they're playing the Memphis Grizzlies. It was John Morant's second gate game back. They were first. laying. That was his first. Yeah, for, no, it was the second. Oh, it, was, it was his first. Yeah. Yeah. It was his first game back. They were laying eight and a half points. So how do you go from eight and a half points to four and a half points? And you could say, yes, the Grizzlies offense has improved. In their three games since he's returned, scoring 120 points from under possession. That's six amongst NBA teams in this stretch. And before that, they were scoring 107. But that's quite a huge line. And one of the things that I like to do is you look at these duplex games where teams are playing the same team twice. The team that loses the first game tends to cover the second, especially if they're at home. Mm. So you look at the New York Knicks the other day. Got blown out by the Milwaukee Bucks. They come right back. So yep. I want to come right back on that spot and take the New Orleans Pelicans here. I think the Pelicans right now, offensively, last two weeks, they're scoring 125 points, 100 possessions. And they had a 24-point lead in that game. And they still had right. an offensive it was, rate. In one. It, was, it was an incredible performance by Ja in the second half. And to that point, I love your idea about the, the, the same situation, too, back in New Orleans. But mm-hmm. are, are you going to bet on Ja doing the same thing again? And more importantly, are you going to let on the Pelicans allowing him to do the same thing again? Like, I, I don't think many people do that to Herb Jones often. So exactly. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bet this with you right now. And I also, I also like the over for this game. I think it's, it's going to be a fast-paced game. I think it's going to be plenty of points. So those are the two I like for that game. Now, the other game I like, it's, it's probably one of the other few situational spots. I'm taking the Orlando Magic, laying seven and a half to this Wizards team. This is an awful Wizards team. And they come off a West Coast road trip. They played the Suns. They played the Kings. They played the, the Blazers. They played the Warriors. Now you come back home. You have Christmas. You get fat and happy. You got to deal with the family. And you're playing this Magic team who, look, the Magic, they've been struggling recently. But mm-hmm. if there's one thing that we know about this Magic team is that they beat up on bad teams. You look at their record. They're 9-3 against teams below 500, 8-8 against teams 500 or above. And they lost two games against the Celtics. They lost against the Heat. They lost against the, the Bucks. They beat the Pacers. This is a huge step down in, comp- in competition. So the seven and a half, I think this line should be upwards of nine. So I'm going to lay it with the Magic. I think those are those are my three plays for tonight. Let I got me, some other ones me, I like, but those are the ones I'm going to Let me add this about. to it, to what you just said. Shout out to Underdog. They have good stats like this. The Magic mm-hmm. are 11-0 and against teams in the bottom 10 in point differential. Um, they have recorded season highs against the Wizards of 35 and 34. So it's been like a blowout and the team is feeling great. Wagner, 31 in both games. I think his line right now is like 22 for tonight. The only thing that I want to ask you about this with the Wizards, I typically don't take the spread against the Wizards because they are the backdoor cover kings. They had the Warriors the other night where everyone's like, was Gary Payton? Did he know what the line was? They had one against the Celtics earlier this year where they were down like 30 and they came back. Do you worry at all about the backdoor cover? that Magic get too far ahead, and then here comes Bilal Koulibaly hitting threes at the end. I am worried about it. I, like, I typically don't like to lay large numbers. I think I would, I would worry about it if it was a little bit higher. But I just think seven and a half is, 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 is right on that, that key number. So I got to mm. take it. I, I, I just think this line should be like nine. See, like, I'm, I'm sick, and I, might, and I know you should never buy points in the NBA. Yeah. 
but I'm thinking about buying it down to like five and a half, just because there's something there where they Mm -hmm. always clip that hook. But no, I'm I'm in complete agreement with you. Um, Mm. I, I think the magic hit a little bit of a slide and the game against the Pacers, Paolo came out, dropped 23 in the first half. And it was like, they, they just had these injuries. Like I saw Jonathan Isaac is out. Suggs has been in and out of the lineup. One thing I love about the Magic, man, their second quarter, when they go to a Cole Anthony, Suggs, Mo Wagner, Jonathan Isaac, that unit, low key. And then it's like, holy Prince is making noises. He's like, yeah, they're baller. That second unit. But I, I love the pick. I'm going to bet it. I'm going to ride with both of your picks today. No, that uh, we we will ride together because I'm riding with yours too. I I, I think we, we hopefully we give out some winners. This is the last Rashadamas show of the year, and um, we got oh, East Coast crap. bias this year. So I'm just hoping that we can close this thing out strong. Um, is there anybody like I gotta ask you, Bucks yeah. or the Celtics? Who are you rolling? With? Um, so I'm gonna I'm putting it. I made it a parlay. I took Magic seven and a half and Wagner twenty five. <laughs> I'm just a sicko. Okay, um, I think right now you have to go Celtics. I think that the offense explosion recently from the Bucks has been very promising. Mainly not against the Knicks last game, but Middleton over the weekend. I was like, oh, I haven't seen this Chris Middleton in a while. But the Celtics, with the way Derek White is playing. And the way they flow to where it's Jalen Tatum White. And then Porzingis is he's a true mismatch. I, yeah. I, I just think I, I I look at the Bucks and I go, so how would they take advantage of the Celtics? And it would be, we're gonna bash Giannis into you constantly. You no longer have Grant Williams. We're gonna get Porzingis in foul trouble. And I totally think that's a thing. But the Bucks cannot guard guards. I hit Jalen Brunson against them. I hit Tyrese Halliburton against them. Like, I love taking scoring guards against them because Dame Lillard and Connaughton, they're not stopping anybody. And so if it's Brown, Tatum, and White coming at you constantly, and then, like, we're not even talking about, like, Drew Holiday. Like, you get to sick Drew Holiday on Dame Lillard or Derek White. Like, you could switch. Uh, I think the Celtics are the scariest team. I think the, the... the fact that they blew that game to the Warriors and then came back and smashed the Kings and smashed the Clippers, it was like, oh, you're going to beat this team in and a they, seven they smashed the series? Kings in probably one of the worst situational spots like ever. Worst. Like that's back a game that you're supposed Kings to rested. drop. And then Tatum didn't even play. Right. So um, I, I'm taking the Celtics. I do think the Celtics are the best team in the NBA. I think the Nuggets can battle that crown. Um, I still think that they're figuring out who's their Bruce Brown blue guy, uh, mm. who's going to be that rotational piece. But no, I'm, I'm going Celtics, I, and I, I don't really think it's that close. I think it would be like a four to two series. Interesting. Do you play many futures? Because no, right now I, we got the I, Celtics. I don't want any of my money locked up for that long. That's crazy. Yo, it's so funny. I'm like typically the same way. Like I, I, because I turn my bankroll over so much that like. If I see a future, it's got to be something that I really, really love. And yeah, like I bet, I bet the Eagles to win the NFC last year at like plus seven hundred before the year, and you know, or to win to have first seed. And when I knew it was locked, I was like, "Can I get this money, please?" Like <laughs> I've waited four months, and I didn't bet enough. For, like I, I don't bet enough on futures for the juice to be worth the squeeze. 
You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I feel like you really need to go a, a high number of units for it to be. But what's the? I've had like I've had some like horrible luck in futures. Like, so the year OKC blew the three one lead, I had them to win the championship, and I had like, and this was at a time where I was like still DJing, and I had like like the majority of my net worth on it because I was trying wow. to retire from DJing and vet full time. And when they blew it, I was so sick. I also had the um, the year when the Saints went to the NFC Championship and they had the interception. The pass interference? The pass or, interference. Yeah. The pass interf- I had them to win the NFC and the Super Bowl. Um, Have you had any life-changing bets, though? Like, I want to change my career and I hit something and now I can. Do you have the other side of that? Um, the Toronto Raptors. So you win it all? Yeah, so this was this was so crazy because I had them to win it all that year, right? And this was like my last year. This was pretty much the thing that retired me from DJing and retired me from the music industry. I was working at Rock Nation. Um, so that that playoff series, I comp- the whole playoffs, I'm dominating. So the Bucks are up 2-0. I'm like, yo, the Raptors are gonna win this series. So the Raptors are like six to one to win the series. I bet the Raptors at six to one. I take them game three, first half and full game, money lines and spreads. After they win game three, I put more on them to win the oh. series at like plus 460. I take them game oh. four, spreads and money lines. Game five, I take, I put even more on them to, to win the series at like plus 280. Then, like, was game there anybody five, in your life saying you need to chill? Or did nobody? Everybody was like, yo, are you on crack? Like, that's what my friend said to me. And game five, it really got crazy because I think the line was six and a half. I took the Raptors six and a half, spread and money line. It moved to seven. I took them seven and, <laughs> and money line. It moved to seven and a half. I wow. took it spread and money line. It moved to eight. I was on my way home. I'm like, holy shit, it moved. I went back to the casino and put more down. And wow. they just dominated game five. And it was just like, all right, I can like pretty much bet full time. That right there, the dominating part, like I, and I just want to say this too. We are reaching a very interesting point of media with betting where mm-hmm. I am simultaneously, and I want to say this, very concerned for young people who have it very easy. Like you said, I'm going to go to the casino. Like these kids don't need to leave their homes. And yeah. so I am concerned. And I just want to say that out loud, only bet, bet responsibly, all that. I will also say though that mm-hmm. I think betters are more educated fans. And so I just want to say that betting has made me better as a TV host because when it's the first month or two of the season and no one's watching basketball and everyone's watching football, when I sprinkle a little bit on like a Magic Hornets game and I'm watching that game, I know I'm watching more basketball than other people. But the dominating part, I was like, there ain't no way the Lakers are losing to the Pacers in the in-season tournament. I put like my biggest bet of the year. And when it's domination, there is nothing that makes you feel more at ease. And it's it's sort of like, you know, like when you when you see like the movie and it's everyone's around for Thanksgiving and the dad's looking around at his family and he's so proud. And it's like, where else would you rather be? That's the feeling when yeah. you go super big and it pans out and you only need to watch the game. Hey, babe, what can I do for you right now? Don't you need to watch the game? You want some tea? I'll make you some tea. It's the, like, it's the best feeling in the world. That's the best. Oh. Like, I, I've had, like, 
Honestly, I like I try not to post tickets anymore. Um, but I've posted like I've had some crazy tickets out there to where it's just like you you wouldn't we even are, believe. We have reached the era of ticket porn in in gambling energies, where every Sunday, Monday, I'm seeing like a seven leg parlay of first time <laughs> touchdown scores where somebody turns five dollars into fifty k. Like it is it is ticket porn. Right that now. is the one thing I don't like because I, I I feel like that's leading people astray. When I see like the, the, yeah. the, the 10, 15 team parlays or the 17 parlays to where it's just like, yo, I would rather somebody just post a straight bet because that's more attainable. Like it's like your break even rate on straight You're bets. Right. Is- the only straight bets that we see in this ticket porn world now is some dude bet 200 grand on the Bengals and he didn't hit. Ugh. So yeah, we see like, like negative straight bets and positive parlay bets. And it's like, it's, it's leading people to think like, parlay is just that's the only way to bet sports and it's like to me it's like y'all are playing the lottery so that's the one thing that i that frustrates me about sports betting content right now yeah stop betting booker and durant to both score 30 it's not going to happen i don't care how juicy (laughs) no doubt no doubt but um that was a great show i mean like i'm I'm so glad you came on you let people know now i'm nervous i like sweating these by myself i don't if you join these, good luck. I hope they hit. If they don't, please don't hate me. I love you. Yeah, definitely don't hate. It. I mean, he gave you the philosophy, so right. like, he didn't just he didn't just give you the fish. He taught you how to fish. So make sure you take those lessons. Is there anything you want to tell people before before we get out of here? Uh, enjoy the games. Uh, Shack Pod or the Big Pod with Shack will be coming out another episode uh, this week. And then uh, the TNT Tuesday crew, so me, Shaq, Candace, and Jamal start up again mid-January, January 16th. The mm-hmm. kicks will be there, uh, and we're going we're gonna to just try and have fun, man. It's a, it's a dream job, and I appreciate you, brother. Thanks for having me on, and, and good luck. No, I, I appreciate you. I mean, the eagle still ain't shit, but, <laughs> <laughs> but I appreciate you. I mean, you, you, you're a Philly guy. What, yeah. what part of the city are you from? Bucks County, so suburbs. You're from Holland, PA. Where'd you go to high school? So I would have gone to Council Rock, and then uh, my friends smelled like marijuana, so my parents sent me to Abington Friends, a Quaker school. So I went from 1,500 kids in my class to 58 kids in my class. Um, That's a good school. I, I know some people who went there. Oh, dude, our basketball team is nasty. Two of the guys on my team now coach in the NBA. Mm-hmm. Uh Five of them went to play college hoops. Uh, so I was I, I would go out there and I would clap near the three-point line. And people were like, white guy, he's got to be a shooter. And so I'd stretch the lane. That was my role. Oh, that's dope. I, I, nev- I, I can never make it on the basketball team. Um, I play, I play some you, baseball. Where did you go to school? I went to um, engineering and science. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah, um, Mark Lamont Hill went there. Who else went there? Um one of Kobe's cousins went there. Um, yeah. Lynn Greer. I don't know if you remember Lynn Greer played at Temple. I Lynn yeah. So, um, but I was never good. At, I was. I'm. I'm F. small. Sanchez. Yeah. I'm like what? I'm five six one thirty. <laughs> I'm six two two forty five. So I, I'm about two Raheem Palmer's. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. Well, yeah. Thanks for coming on. It's Adam Lefko, Raheem Palmer, Rostradamus. Make sure you check out the Ringer Wise guys on Sunday. Make sure you check out East Coast Bias. Make sure you check out Adam Lefko on TNT. Make sure you check out the podcast for Shaq. A lot of great things going on with the Philly Cats. Y'all know how it's going down. We out.
Must be 21 and up in president-select states. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with the Kansas Star Casino, LLC. Gambler problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit FanDuel.com slash RG. Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Tennessee, and Virginia. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 53342 if you're in Arizona. If you're in Connecticut, call 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat. 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com in Kansas. 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.NET in West Virginia or Call 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit GamblingHelplineMA.org or call 800-327-5050 for 24-7 support in Massachusetts or call 1-877-8-HOPE-NEW-YORK or text HOPE-NEW-YORK in New York. This episode is brought to you by Hotels.com. When I went on my last holiday to Cape Town, it was amazing. My friends were there, the weather was phenomenal, and most importantly, the food was fantastic. But one thing I struggled with was finding the right places to stay. You know, all I want is a great bed, a fantastic shower, and breakfast that doesn't end at 8 a.m. I'm on holiday, I'm still sleeping. I also like ease, and the Hotels.com app easily helps me to find a perfect hotel for every trip. Whether you're looking for a family-friendly getaway or a relaxing spa weekend, on the Hotels.com app, you can compare up to five hotels side-by-side. Now, why would you want to do that? So you can see prices, amenities, and star ratings. And best of all, you don't have to switch back and forth between options. See? Ease. So, start planning your next getaway and find your perfect somewhere in the Hotels.com app today.